I'm here with Dr Simon Moore from the University of Cardiff. Dr Moore, along with his colleagues, has published a paper in the October issue of the British Journal of Psychiatry entitled Confectionery Consumption in Childhood and Adult Violence. Dr Moore, I wonder if I could start very simply by asking you to describe the research and your main findings. Yeah, certainly. Uh, well, what we wanted to do was investigate the relationship between confectionery consumption in childhood and later adult violence. We used data from something called the British Cohort Study. This is a study that's followed people from birth onwards, uh, and the people, the respondents in this survey are now in their 40s. Um, at age 10, they were asked about their confectionery consumption, how frequently they ate it, and when they were age 34, they were asked about any convictions for violent crime. And what we did is look at the relationship between those two responses to those two questions, um, also controlling for other factors that might uh, also impact on the likelihood of someone being convicted for violence later in life. And so the main finding was that it appears that having controlled for other factors, uh, daily confectionery consumption appears to predict uh, the likelihood of being convicted of a violent crime in adulthood. How do you explain this link between eating sweets in childhood and violence in later life? Well, I think the study does raise a lot of questions. Um, first of all, one way of explaining it is that there's something intrinsic in the confectionery that's causing this to happen. I don't think that's plausible based upon the results that we have to make that strong statement. I think there is uh, opportunity for other explanations. One might be that um, somehow it's the way that confectionery is given to kids early in childhood. It might be the case that parents are using confectionery to reward inappropriate behaviour. For example, giving kids, kids sweets to keep them quiet. Now, there was a famous study back in the 70s as well where Walter uh, Michelle gave kids uh, a marshmallow and said, if you eat this marshmallow now, you'll get no more marshmallows, but if you wait for 20 minutes, not eat it, then I'll give you a second marshmallow. Now, some of the kids ate the marshmallow straight away, and some of them deferred gratification and waited. And when they followed these kids over time, they found that the ones that delayed gratification did far better in life. They did better in terms of their education, they were less likely to get divorced, they would better, do better in their careers, and so on and so on. Now, we think this might actually have something to do with the relationship between childhood confectionery consumption and later problems in life. We do know that people who can't delay gratification, who are very impulsive, tend to be more likely to abuse, mis misuse substances, drink heavily, uh, and also be violent. So it might be the case that confectionery is in some way uh, training kids, if you like, to be impulsive, and that perhaps removing confectionery would help ameliorate some of those issues. Were you surprised by the results? Uh, yeah, I was quite surprised. Um, I mean, I've been interested in confectionery consumption in diet generally and how it relates to behaviour for a while, um, but haven't really had much of an opportunity to do much research in it. Um, um, in this particular case, my immediate thought was, well, there's something else explaining this. But as we went through the statistics and continually reanalyzed the data, we couldn't get rid of the effect, suggesting that it was a fairly robust effect. So I was surprised, but uh, surprised in a, in a quite positive way, in the sense that it would seem to suggest that there's something worth exploring here. Mm. 
Do you think parents should be worried by these findings? Um, well, this is a good question. I think one of the benefits of the study is it has got people talking. Um, people are perhaps now more ready to to think about what they're giving kids in terms of their diet, and I think that's very positive. Whether parents should be worried, no, I don't think they should be worried, but I think they should be mindful of uh, what goes in can also affect what comes out. Mm-hmm. But would you recommend that parents limit the number of sweets and chocolates they give their children, or would your recommendation be that they think about how they use sweets and chocolate or give their children sweets and chocolates? Well, being based in a school of dentistry, I, I couldn't say anything other than, um, yes, parents should limit the amount of confectionery <laughs> their kids get. I think uh, any any good public health message would, would uh, underline that. Um, so, I mean, there are obviously problems with um, confectionery in terms of oral health. Uh, obesity is growing and also um, now perhaps there's strong evidence to suggest that um, diet can also affect behaviour. So I think, yes, I think parents should be mindful of, of, of what's, what's going in. Hmm. And where do we go from here? Are you planning further research in this area? Uh, yes, I'd love to. Um, there's great opportunities here in the School of Dentistry, I think, um, because obviously people are here regularly uh, and also there's many children that come through. So I think it's, there are opportunities here to do something uh, to look at this further. OK, thank you very much.